What's up, Dusty Baker? What's up, Trash Cans? Welcome to the Time is a Flat Circle. Uh, look at how humans keep getting it wrong. We're going to get into this real quick. Uh, Astros are in the World Series again. Let's just get extremely started talking about that. Who who has a hot take? There's no real hot take no. here. I don't know. I don't, even have a, I don't even have a take other than go Astros. Hey, wait, is that the hot take? That's a hot take, yeah. That's a hot take. Defend your take. I, I like the team, and I've always liked the team. He, he lives in Houston. <laughs> I live in Houston, and I got an extra rally towel. So The only reason he moved to Houston was proximity to the Astros. Let's be honest. It was a selling point. <laughs> also, we were really bad back then, so tickets were very cheap. It was super cheap. They were like $7 tickets to go see a Major League Baseball game. Goddamn. That's all. Uh, preference, preference and also, um, I guess, prediction. Preference and prediction. I predict the my preference is for the Astros to win, and my prediction is they're going to win without cheating. That's my hot take: is they're going to do it wholeheartedly and with angelic grace. <laughs> All right. So you're you're. Uh, wait, would you call yourself a, a Houston Astros apologist? Because like, if you're apologizing for it, you're admitting that that it happened. No, right? no, no. I'm not apologizing for it. I'm just saying I think the Astros are going to win this year, and I think they're going to win without cheating. And I think I, like I think that's a hot take because I feel like everybody's convinced that they are, but we all know that they're not, and they never did. Hey, <laughs> they never did. <laughs> they never get right in there right at the end. I like it. I will. I will counter that with I. I do believe that uh, the size of Altuve's strike zone is in and of itself cheating. <laughs> He's officially listed as five six. That's true. And then you crouch to that. <laughs> what do you think that is, though? What do you think for real it is? I think they. I think he's officially officially five eight. If we had okay, does anyone know a hundred percent? Like, can tell me what the rules are for the strike zone calls as the umpire sees it. <laughs> and if not, let's just go around the table and do this. Describe what the fucking strike zone is. If you had to make the rule for what a strike zone is, describe it for everyone listening. The strike zone is a rectangle uh, or perpendicular. For what? No, that's the parallelogram. Uh, and I think it's it like bottoms out at a certain point, right? So no matter how short you are, like it has to yeah, there has to no. be a base, so and then you go up based on height. It's all relative. It's all relative. Tell me how wrong I am. The the my my idea is that it's between the the edges of the plate, right? So, uh, laterally between the edges of the plate, and then vertically between your knees and your elbows. Yeah, that sounds fine. Wait, uh, knees and elbows while you're crouching? That's like too you much. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why. Wait, like, you if mean... you have a like a real weird like stance, I feel like it used to be more advent advantageous. I think you mean shoulder. It's got to yeah. It's got to be shoulder here... or something. If you're yeah, here and the ball comes here, like you can't hit that ball. No, you can. if you swing, if you have a swinging motion, <laughs> so you watch this arm. If you have a swinging motion and it comes across like this, that's a strike, right? Good, good audio content. Good content. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> Describe it with less detail. Oh, if we can't automate the umps to make the proper calls, why don't they all just get augmented reality glasses that have each batter's strike put on them? <laughs> Like, how long have we had augmented reality? 15 years? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What I would like better is a folding chair, right? With the cushions, <laughs> the kind of that they have in the NBA, in the back of the catcher, but 
facing like uh kind of looking like that one uh art artist rendition of the guy getting blown away by the speakers there's just like a little tv in front of him and he's just watching the broadcast the and box. he's just getting shown the strike zone yeah he's just seeing the box he's like that would oh, also be that's out. better than it currently that's, is that's outside oh, that's nice. that no 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 that one i mean that's inside they're, they're fine right 99.9 percent of the time but when they mess up that one call in the playoffs everyone's just like what the fuck are you doing it's just when it's bad it's really bad Let's get into this without Josh then. I, I I feel like he probably has real strong opinions. I do not. Um about the whole argument of, of uh automation versus you're taking away kind of an aspect of the game. Like that human error aspect of the game. That's something that I feel traditionally. You mean in a game that a actually right has an error column? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I understand it to an extent though. You know, like I understand why someone would um um why is... want to keep that that piece of it alive. Why as is opposed that? to just going with going with uh it, tradition right like you have to you have to base it off of the the umpires um strike zone calls like you you change your strategy based on how they're calling the pitches you know yeah, but and that's just as cool as 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 i don't know changing the way that your play style is maybe in basketball it's it's not as prevalent but i feel like people definitely do change their play styles when different um referees are well you also have to think that like before you know we where we are now nobody else could see it right the ump was making the call and maybe somebody over his shoulder at home plate could see it but like now everyone can see where this ball went oh like that little fucking zone but i think at a certain point you get a little bit more in uh, i guess uh you get a look more inside how the pitches sometimes are fucking wild because where they end up you see like the ball's trajectory until it's in the glove of the catcher and like when it goes over the plate, it might be wildly different than when it ends in the glove of the catcher. And you're just like kind of in awe of the fact that someone can make a ball move that much in the air. So I've seen him talk about that too. Like if you have a really good catcher and it's a ball, he can he can like he can frame slow, it. Slowly, frame that pitch, baby. slowly grab it. But if he frame like that if, pitch. if he reaches after it suddenly, he's more inclined to call it a ball. I don't know. I feel like anytime you say something's done because of tradition, like that automatically makes me hesitant. Because wasn't we, like separate. I, I mean, but like, wasn't baseball separated by race a tradition? Like when it first started. Gross, gross. That's <laughs> like that's like calling your opponent Hitler, bro. <laughs> that's pretty fucked up, man. And okay, I'm I'm just saying I I I I don't have a a, a horse in this race. I I strictly would say that I would uh, feel comfortable moderating this position, like these positions, because I do not care. Like I only care about uh, baseball when it's legitimately interesting, which is maybe like nine games out of the how many do they play in a se- yep. in a season? <laughs> too many. Yeah, too many games, man. Um, so sorry, I love baseball. baseball fans, you can axe the, the 3 sucks. p.m. games on Tuesdays that no one goes to and nobody watches. That no one gives a damn to watch. <laughs> You know what? You know what? I just learned uh, the the specifics of this year, like just like a few months ago, probably. What what a what a true doubleheader was. I was like, oh, they played like two games back to back. Yeah. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why do they do that? I don't understand. Why are there so many games? I don't because understand that. Because it's not an athletically taxing sport. You don't get to do that and then call yourself a real athlete, bro. <laughs> you're, you're just a fat guy who can swing hard. Okay, I'll counter that with, like, have you seen football players? A lot of those guys are not – they're just big. Like, I'm going to run for 10 seconds, and then I'm going to take a 30-second break for three hours. It's like the opposite of hit workouts. <laughs> 
my idea of what kind of person uh can qualify for being a a, a traditional like NFL uh talented football player is strictly based on two specific um cinema features and that's the replacements and then also uh what's that one with Adam Sandler as, as the quarterback <laughs> the longest yard no or there is the remake the the what yeah the one Waterboy? where he's not Burt Reynolds yeah, also yeah, Waterboy yeah. <laughs> So that's that's where you got me, brother. Like, um, oh, you know what? Throw that Mark Wahlberg flick in there too. That's uh, that's pretty much. Oh, wait, that's based on a true story though. So that's how easy it is to get in football. Like, that's how easy it is to get in the NFL, baby. It was invincible. It's invincible, and that's with with the Jets. Um, Well, if it was the Jets, they just need anybody all the time. Yeah, I think it was when the Jets became an expansion. Yeah, when they were an expansion team, so they had they had open tryouts, and some guy who had like a history of playing but never got a chance to what did a walk on and ended up scoring a touchdown in the NFL. So he was Rudy, but like professional. Yeah, but it's it's funny because they paint him as this guy that like all of a sudden just oh, became like a great NFL player, made a great play. If you look uh, back at the actual play itself, it was on a punt return, but this was before you could. So right now your uh, punt returners have that what they call like the the halo area where like you're not allowed to make contact with them. Before that rule was instituted, you could pretty much just cream the punt yeah. returner before they even touch the ball, and that's how he ended up scoring that one touchdown that he got famous for in that movie. Was <laughs> he thought, just? I thought you were gonna say it was like those you know the kid with special needs comes on, everybody gets out of the way and lets him run down. <laughs> <laughs> that that would have been cool too. That would have been cool too. They, he drops the ball and they pick it back up and give it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. I would say this, Hondo. If you were to ask me about the like the, the aspect of, of traditionalism, like wh- like why is it okay for the, these kind of weird traditions to exist in baseball specifically? I would say, looking at this game right now, like uh, what comes to mind is it's insane that home field advantage means so much more logistically like in regards to game plan and all that shit than any other sport yeah like because every, every other sport every diamond has looks find... different like it's like different dimensions yeah, like and you have yeah you got the fucking big green monster like that's the only identifiable piece of a stadium that i can tell you about but i i'm sure that there's a, a lot of things that people uh project and game plan for uh based on what kind of personnel they have hitting what kind of pitchers they have, like all that stuff. Yeah, it, it's 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 a piece of the game that I think I, it's it's it makes it better for sure. I, I don't think it makes it worse. I think it makes it better. Well, I mean, when it, it's a sport where like the worst injury you can think of is probably either getting beamed in the head by a ball or a sunburn. I mean, you got to think of other ways to make it interesting. <laughs> heavy cramping, heavy cramping. Uh, no, hey, but Charlie Morton feel- broke his foot last night, guys. Man, oh, off. that was rough. Did he get beamed that in was the rough. foot? Yo. <laughs> yeah, it can't, he, the pitch came back at him, the batter bounced off his foot. And he still pitched for like another two innings because he's just a fucking boss. I, I, yeah, I would say we're authorities on the subject so we can make this call. Um, mom, mamba mentality? Mamba mentality, right? Yeah, well, I think it, it, it wasn't a full-on break, was it? I thought it was a fracture. Kobe would be proud. No, I think yes. he... I think he broke it. I think it it's a, break. a break. Like it's it might it might not be like a compound fracture where he like broke like like obviously to break skin or anything. Yeah. But he didn't like slide off the the. But I think it was a clean like it was yeah, fully, that, fully that, broken. That's gotta hurt to throw then. I man, if he was playing. Well, you that, land on that foot. Like yeah. that's the foot you come down all your with all your weight on. 
Yeah. But I can completely see, like, it doesn't hurt until after you're done doing yeah. all the things that you have to do to make it a good pitch. So, like... <laughs> so then you're just like, all right, I just got to suck it up now and do it, throw another one. What would be wild if it if it wasn't broken until he, like, threw so hard <laughs> that he landed with such force. His arm comes out of its socket. I mean, baseball is that one sport, like, people get surgery to play the sport better. <laughs> People get preemptive surgery to play this sport better. Yeah, I think they'll some pitchers they'll even like in, not induce, but like they'll just elect to get the surgery before it's even necessary, yeah, exactly, just so that exactly. way it's fixed. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I feel like with baseball, I, I don't know. It just seems like it's the one that's most based off of routine, and I feel like that's why things like home plate, not changing the rules too much, like that's kind of why it stays stagnant. It's just because so many players base everything off of a certain routine, and no one wants to change that. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's go around and like kind of uh, give context for our feelings about why baseball is a certain thing for each of us. Uh, Hondo, you're still actively playing a form of baseball, and that's interesting to me. So let's start off there. Um, <laughs> what's your relation? What's your relationship to baseball like growing up um, as a sport, just kind of hanging out, playing with your friends, versus uh, playing, I guess, organized baseball with uh, teams up until high school and then all the way into now as an adult just kind of playing recreationally well growing up playing baseball i played in a lot of city leagues and i played three and four years up so i had a lot of experience and i was considered pretty good at baseball i did get burnt out and i stopped playing um when i got back from college i transitioned to softball and i do that because i like drinking beer with my friends and cousins that's literally the only reason i play is because i like hanging out with them in the parking lot till 11 p.m and drinking a lot of beer there's no like if we could do if we could do that without softball I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a good excuse like to to get together with the same like the same group of people over and over again. I can't say I want to go drinking with my buddies. I can say hey I got a softball game tonight. I'll be back when the game's done. And then three hours later. You, you know it's you know it's like uh probably radically simple and so endearing and so like uh, uh I'm I'm extremely jealous of about your life is that like all of your events are just stacked upon each other and they're just like strategized to hang out with the maximum amount of people that are in your tribe uh, like like over and over and over again like you just have so many groups of friends that you're in i yeah i'm, I'm so i like i've got i've got like y'all and then that's kind of it <laughs> like past that point like eh, there's a few people that i like would care to hear their opinions on things but not really yeah. Everyone listening, yeah, that that's you. Yeah, I like hanging out with my homies, man. So Wednesday nights are one of my nights. To this episode. <laughs> if it gets posted. <laughs> Zing. Right, let's see. Let's see. He's going to do it now just because you said that. <laughs> that, would, that would be... Yeah, that would be true. True to character. That would fit. Uh, Adrian, uh, I remember both of us playing... In, um, if I remember like, correctly, Adrian hates point, baseball. But, yeah, I was gonna say don't okay, care yeah, for Yeah, I don't it. remember. Okay, yeah. Did he you thinks fall asleep it's at the last sport. game we went? We went yeah. to a game together. Didn't you fall asleep at the at the, at the game? No, Andre told me to go to sleep because I was yelling because <laughs> you were drunkenly being like, "Why are we here? This is boring. I want to go do something." <laughs> basically, basically, I, I think I likened it to uh, day workers at Home Depot just hanging out on the lawn. <laughs> There was some kind of slightly racist day workers comment, I believe. Yeah, that's not really racist, bro. Uh, have you been to a Home Depot lately? There's all kinds out there now. Joseph, my groceries get delivered. You think I've been anywhere recently? 
you're like uh you know what that 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 renovation detail like the the entire like commodity prices going up didn't affect me much huh <laughs> yeah i don't know i was already getting my stuff my delivered <laughs> Uh, Andre, are you all of a sudden one of the 800 people that's going to be affected by this new tax hike? God, I wish. <laughs> Is that the crazy cap- capital gains one? Yeah, not yeah. a good not a good segue. But okay, can we talk about how fucking just silly this is? On on a logistical point of view, like I understand. Wait, the, are, we, are we still uh, talking about sentiment behind it? We still talking about baseball, like how baseball silly? Because I can no, no, I can no. get in there. I want to talk. I want to talk about uh no no yeah let, we, let's keep it on baseball. But I, I want to bookmark this. Let, uh, write write your notes down for this segment that we're gonna jump into right afterwards. Yeah. But yeah, ba- baseball silly. It's not really a sport. At me. It's it's, it's uh, slow. At, at Josh it's Two Jolly on Twitter. At me. You shouldn't be able to play a sport and eat sunflower seeds at the same time. Is counterpoint is why it's America's game. Because <laughs> you, you can be lazy. You don't have to be in shape. It takes entirely too fucking long. You can eat while doing it. Cheating, you can eat while cheating doing is semi it. Cheating is frowned upon, but you don't really get in trouble for it. <laughs> it's frowned upon, but not discouraged. There you go. Latinos are subtly invading the space. And also do the majority of the work. <laughs> it's America, bro. And it's managed by a bunch of umpires that are, are well, no, I was going to say a bunch of umpires that are white, but I don't know that they're all white. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to insinuate that there's like a like the equivalent of like a uncle tom like umpire oh, like wait, no. also, <laughs> but it's like a, he's he's just like <laughs> I, I can't do it i was gonna i was i was gonna disparage my own people and do a very you like, absolutely blood out should yeah <laughs> disparage my own people uh, I, I think we, I think we might have uh, wrung all the all the things that we can out of the topic of baseball. I think the only true are you saying we've bled we've bled this baseball stone dry? I, I think so. I, know. so. I love baseball. I think it's wonderful to sit down and drink as many beers as I can in seven innings because they stop serving beer after that. Would Would you love Would you love it more if they let you drink up until the ninth inning? I think we should end the game at seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still, still sell beer to seven, but like we're done. Yeah. You know what? How about this? Regular season, five innings. Five innings. Regular season, five innings. You just do double uh, headers. Every postseason, day. seven innings. I'm okay with that. World Series, World Series, nine innings. No. Let's get back to it, guys. No. Let's get no. let's get into it, boys. Bring the power to the people. Like as soon as like the whole crowd spontaneously starts singing, "Take me out to the ball game." It's like that. That's the last <laughs> inning. You got to close out that inning. That's it. When the crowd stops paying attention to the game. <laughs> yeah, if you've got a good enough city, they know when to do it. Yeah. They can we got strategize the for we you. Got the that's, real, that's, that's real home <laughs> home field advantage. As soon as that first run is scored, that's it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into this. Increase. Fucking Biden, man. <sighs> what about it? What happened? What's going on with this? Uh, billionaire tax. Uh, okay. Wait, Tell me so why this quick, quick backup. Like, did he get the infrastructure deal passed, or has he still done nothing this term? Probably nothing. I think Probably he's nothing. still. I don't I'm think anything's passed. I don't think anything's passed. There's nothing that's gonna happen. 
we're we're in just the cesspool of like uh like we're just waiting in like shit like like waiting with a d and there's just no valve that's gonna be released we just gotta like live in this shit for a while bro uh capital gains tax on unrealized gains it sounds dumb is what i'm gonna say okay but is there a but like the title the title itself is not good you need to market a better title wait wait, is there a but but, are you gonna like so just the title or like the actual policy which is basically exactly what it says having to say capital gains tax on unrealized gains you'd lose everybody right there and right there and there like what is what what is what is what they're proposing though that's what they're proposing bro you're you're asking them to spin it into like to trick people into death tax tax is like a it's a thing that you hear you're like i don't want to be taxed on my death (laughs) yo you know what you know why this fits so well is because andre is straight up the guy that would like sell you on this idea as a senator like he's the one that comes to like convince you like you're the person as a senator like this doesn't make any sense so it's the same thing that that republicans did with obamacare right which is actually called the affordable care act like you give it a catchy name you can either rally for or against it and they did a great job of like convincing people it was a terrible deal (laughs) and then people were like wait what do you mean we're getting rid of the affordable care act like that's what gives me my insulin every month they were like that's obamacare and they're like wait what (laughs) (laughs) uh no i i I do think there's like, I don't know, there's probably better ways to do what they're trying to do. Yeah. And and I, I understand it, right? Because like there's there's definitely like ridiculous shenanigans that goes on by like these billionaires because what, what they do is they never take any salary, right? Like so if I'm Zuckerberg, I don't take any salary. All I do is take a- Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, you look down at like your desk. I don't know what you were looking at, but I straight up thought for a yeah. second, man, this guy doesn't even know. It looked like you bill- forgot like, Mark so- Zuckerberg's name. That's what it looked like. And you were like referencing your notes. Uh, um, no, no, no. The, the the mental calculus in my head was like, man, is my brother so cool that he doesn't even know who like the like the top billionaires are right now anymore? Like he's so far in his own world that he's just like running on his own cognition. He, he has no clue what's like really going what's on the up? outside what's world, down? but he's good with it. Close, close. Uh, go on. I'm I was sorry. looking for I, a, a I hijacked, I hijacked that. <laughs> but yeah, so, so like Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> he never takes a salary. He what he does is he takes out loans on like his like on collateral. So he owns all the stock. So he'll take out a loan. That makes sense to me. And okay. Then, and then he ends up he ends up living off of debt because he sees debt totally different, right? Because his dividends yeah. will be able to pay off. Debt the is interest. an asset. Yeah. Debt is a fucking asset. Yeah. So so he makes like the way the IRS sees it, he's not making any money, but he gets to live because it's like, unrealized insane, gains. Yeah, yeah, this insanely lavish okay. lifestyle. This is the thing. This is the thing. I I think uh, Andre and I kind of are somewhat because <laughs> he's living in in fucking La La Land over there. <laughs> uh, I I understand like the point of what he's saying though because if you were to structure the same plan and make it so restrictive. That it only affected these people, like even if it were like by name, the Zuckerberg <laughs> like if it were tax. Yeah, yeah like exactly. You, you have, like, have this because... specific name, or these these ten yeah. social security numbers are <laughs> like it now. Exactly, exactly. These ten social because, security numbers, yes. 
that's what saves it. That's what saves it. On the face of it, like if they Until just that went number with gets the... recycled in like eighty years and some poor kids <laughs> just fucking tax that out of their mind. Whoops. <laughs> Uh, straight up though I would say on the face if you just looked at the facts like if you look at the headlines of what's uh, being reported about this specific bill it makes so much sense if you just took the right pieces to any specific well, subsect of the population because if you're just telling people like hey this is only going to affect X amount of people and I think the number like they actually calculated it someone did and it's like sub 800 so that's but, fucking nuts already. But that's, that's the thing though like if and, and I, this is like a Republican talking point but I think it has like some some merit here where it's like every tax that we we pay now has always been sold mm-hmm. that way it's like oh income tax like or the income tax we pay every year was initially supposed to only be for the top 10% of income earners in the nation and then it's it just like it always finds a way to to like expand. i would say i would say i completely i completely agree with that sentiment but what's a little bit crazy about what's happening right now is i think the people that are in power as legislators may be the only ones that are old enough to actually remember anecdotal evidence of that happening does that make sense like so many people with i guess voting power or uh just um I don't know, agency in the voting populace or just in the populace of America, like have never actually seen that uh, uh, up close and personal, you know? Yeah. Well, and even though like you, that is that's extremely true. You uh, fail to fail to know history. You doomed to repeat it. Time is a flat circle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. That's to close it. The Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, not not that I don't know what it is, but do you guys want to explain what it is for folks who don't know? The strike zone. <laughs> <laughs> we covered we'll that. Knees to that. shoulders, <laughs> and so what? Uh, no, I think that'd be a fun thing if somebody could explain it to me. So if like Adrian has two five-pound plates, and I have a billion five-pound plates, and other people want my gym equipment. Like, I feel like I can understand the analogy that way. I definitely thought you were talking about food because I'm a fat ass. <laughs> Adrian's description Adrian's description was, like, very, very cogent. I, I feel like if he goes off, off of that, then you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah, so like what, it's, it's basically interest on, on um, the loans being so low <laughs> that it's worth it to take the loan out. Pay oh, the yeah, because the interest then... on the loan is lower than the interest you're accumulating on stocks. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. They've, they've essentially exactly. found a way to not actually get paid every year yeah. And, yeah. and survive. And still, yeah, like survive. the tax yeah. system pay, was not designed your dues. to thrive. And the tax yeah. system was not designed to do that because now they're just like, we don't have anything well, to tax. Well, yeah, I think I said than... it on one of the pods that we didn't air was uh, Bezos got a tax credit for his kids in 2020. Like we yeah, gave the man a tax credit of eighteen hundred dollars for his kids, and like how stupid is that person, system? Yeah. So it's the same reason why you should always buy property like um as uh like a fucking like limited liability corporation, <laughs> like it it separates like everything just separates you further yeah. from the actual financial liability of whatever that money risk is. Well, and and that's a lot of what they do too, right? Like they'll start their own like like family whatever they're called. I forget the, the the name of it, but then that's the thing that's taking out these loans. Yeah, they're like, ooh, let's get into this. Let's get into this succession. I'm on uh season one, episode six, baby. 
Dude, I hated it. I hated every episode. I could not watch it. <laughs> was it because okay is it specifically because of like the uh the characters involved like what what they are or is it like just the show itself wasn't to your your taste i i so every everybody is just like a little bitch the entire time and i'm just like none of you deserve anything you all deserve I, to be suffocated I, I, in your sleep <laughs> and that's the show i would watch okay but but is it is it safe to assume that like if you're protected in that specific way, think about all of the familial relationships that allow people to be this kind of nepotistic and and like exist in spaces that they're not qualified to be in, but they're still making these decisions. You know, like uh, it it for sure happens. Like this is real life. Like it, it, oh yeah, it's not like some these some are kind of these are everybody's rich kids who like didn't have to work a day in their life. But they went to Harvard Business okay. and got an MBA, and they think they know everything. I've got, I've got a legitimate question. Then my legitimate, my legitimate question is this: If you were to pluck any specific person that you assumed had any kind of um, actionable intelligence, right, and they didn't know how to actually do these things, but you put them in a position of chief uh, X officer, right? <laughs> If they're actually intelligent, they should be able to make moves in the correct way, right? Because the people that are under them should be the people that know how to get the things that are actionable done. Should be the keyword. Right? Yeah, if it's a successful business, then that, that, that makes sense, right? But that's assuming would, this, I, I, that like this level where you just put someone in didn't happen at every other level all the way down, right? Like, it wasn't just fucking, oh, I hired my buddy who doesn't know anything. It's just the house of cards. But there's enough good people it, okay. around him but that, that but like, that, fine. That's kind of how it is, though, right? Like, it's like everyone gets promoted to the level of, of like, incompetence. Yeah. Until you what, what do something from? really is, wrong. Where does that idea like, originate? Like, what what is that? Uh, I think the Dilbert comment the origin strip? of that idea? Dilbert, I think. <laughs> Because that makes that makes a lot of sense, but um, does it play out? I guess does it play out in your personal life? Like, does that make sense in how you treat um your 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 business persona or just your personal like uh relationships? I mean, personal business relationships or like both, both. I would say like, do you take it into account on both sides of it? It's like I like I promote you to brother because you're you're competent as being my friend. Like, <laughs> what, you, what exactly are you getting at there? <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> you're still. I I think I get what you're saying, and let me try and let me try and paraphrase. Like, okay, would you prefer to have people that you enjoy being around that you're working with if you had the choice, or like people that are competent? Uh, not even enjoy being around. Would you uh don't hate being around? You trust versus. Hey, do you so want your subjects like, to be loyal or smart? I would say. Is that I what would you're say saying? loyalty is is almost as if not just as as valuable as competence. Damn. So. You're just refusing to answer the question, then. <laughs> well, no, but he he's right because you can't. Well, you, need, you need a fair mix of you both. Need both. Right? You, yeah, you can't have one without the other. Loyalty without intelligence is stupidity, and then. Oh no no no! You no, can't okay, have you can't have one without the other. You can you as long as your team, as long as your team is roughly fifty fifty. There's going to be enough people that can hold the water for for the loyal guys, and the loyal guys will do what you need to do. But the, but from your Wait, perspective, are you saying it's fifty fifty? Are you saying it's 50-50 yeah, then? Yeah. I would say what's – my question is then what's the mix? 50-50. <laughs> Arnold Palmer. Yeah. yeah. Centrist. Centrist over here. 
Hondo, what's the mix? What would what mix would you have around you? Uh, eighty-five, twenty-five. Well, and the eighty-five would be what loyalists or or like? <laughs> you know, what would be funny if it if it didn't add up to a hundred. That, that would be like you know what's funny? That would be very on brand for Hondo. But he would make it so that it like made more sense after hey, he explained. One hundred and ten percent or go home. All right, give it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eighty-five, twenty-five. One hundred ten percent or go home. <laughs> Wait, so 85 on the on competence versus loyalty? Uh, I would say loyalty, but I say that from my personal preference because Shit. I feel okay. like I could off you can offset the competence. It's the loyalty that's I feel like is more natural. Andre, where are you at? I, I mean, I personally just don't like put up with idiots. Like I feel like the people <laughs> I've surrounded myself with are competent. You know, at least at what they do. Um, yeah, usually the idiots are. Well, I can't use that example. Uh, I'll tell you guys after. Um, <laughs> but I would, I would flip Hondos. I would probably do 80% competence and 20% people that I know are going to be loyal. That... Wait, no, I think that's what he said. No, no, no. I thought he said it the other way, 80% loyal. But, okay, but y'all bring up a good point because I, I'm hearing this. I, is the, is it, are these people working under me or are these people working with me? Nah, these people are working under yes. you, bro. Under you, then I would think I'd want the loyalty over the competency. Because oh, I feel sure. like if, sure. if I have oh, control... No, not over, but definitely yeah, no, straight up... definitely not as much as Andre. Like, I... that, that's yeah, too yeah. much. That's too much. <laughs> There's just too many smart Alec, like, wait, but why? When you have a team like that. <laughs> and that's when I, I them feel... bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I would 100% win loyalty a hundred like a hundred percent a hundred percent loyalty so that i would know just, that when i get out at the right time someone's gonna take that fall it's just on you like it's just on you to be timed right i'll tell you this in my last job on any given 10 person team we had two loyal people or two i'm sorry two competent people and everybody else was blindly loyal to the company and like that did not work it was incredibly fucking frustrating to deal with that with 80 percent idiots oh see but here's the thing loyal to the company is different than loyal to your boss right like loyal to your boss is i, I think a lot of times totally different different loyal and sometimes to your... antithetical okay, hold on, hold to the loyal to the company no 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 loyal to your boss is why julius caesar became Caesar. But then <laughs> like, why he died he, had he all... only had 20% loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 because, because only the troops. He had too many competent people. Competent, they were, they were yeah. definitely jealous. <laughs> hey, they were competent enough to kill the fuck out of him, huh? 50-50 is the, the, right, the right mix. Well, yeah, Adrian, I live in the world. 50-50. I live in the real world. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, you piece of shit. Uh-huh. You're the competent one that we would cut. Because, <laughs> like, your mix of loyalty is just not there. Like, he's no, he's in it for himself. Get him out of here, brother. Oh, too funny. See, the thing that, like, I would hire Adrian because he would gladly take the fall just so that he could get fired to be a stay at home dad. There you go. There you go. <laughs> he okay. would just be happy. I, okay. <laughs> I, I really, really did enjoy. Um, the i guess the weight uh, that they gave to this idea and then also the the way that they presented the idea was so fucking perfect are you talking about, succession? about yeah succession uh the role of tom is so I funny don't in the who's be- tom, so Wag- tom is like the piece of shit uh, shivs shivs 
Shiv's um, oh, um, fiance Ar- right Army now. Hammer. So I'm I'm in the first season. Yeah, I'm in the first season. <laughs> Wait, did you say Farmy Hammer? Farmy. Like Army <laughs> Hammer if you grew up on a farm? <laughs> that works that's exactly good. right. That's perfect. That works too. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wait, is that not what you said? No, I said Army Hammer. <laughs> you were funnier in my head then. Uh, <laughs> but I'm loyal. I would say... <laughs> 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 I would say that uh, it's it's really interesting to see um, how well they portrayed this idea of there's a specific quality of value in the person and they do it so well in describing him as like hey my dad always liked the guys that would eat shit <laughs> and not say anything about it but but see that like the the main guy in that I forget his name the captain from Super Troopers he's so just, Ken Doll the Ken Doll his name he's so no 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 the dad he's so um <laughs> fucking just like obsessed with making himself successful that like he didn't care about those guys that eat shit he liked them because they ate shit he didn't care or yeah. like appreciate them <laughs> yeah he used them to eat okay, shit okay okay well and and like even like even. Uh, like as you, they're shit eat, like they're shit eating robots. <laughs> as the series goes on, right, like you you learn to realize like, and he never once was ever going to put any of those guys in any you know point of of control or power. Like it's it's going to be his kids. It's going to be one of his kids. The other thing that upset me, Joseph, is like it is the complete opposite of what we would all do in a company together. Like we would all want each oh, other to be successful, no. and they all just fucking hate no, each no, other. No, no, but that's the thing. That's the thing. You see that happen with groups of friends where they—they're all like it's like a blood bond. I guarantee, if like we ended up having kids, they'd all be oh, trying yeah. to build their own kingdoms. I would not hire either any of my family to work with. <laughs> <me>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but okay, but but that's the thing. Like he put all of these guys in the company, right? Like he could have said no. Straight up, what makes sense now? Cousin Greg is now making sense. I'm like completely like I, I'm o- uh, again. I'm only six six episodes in, so I, I'm sure that there's gonna be a lot that's gonna get wild. Uh, but but cousin Greg didn't make sense at first, but now is starting to make sense now that y'all are talking about it. Cause yeah, it would make a hundred percent more sense to you just like take someone in from the family that is like. I guess uh, moldable, like they they don't have the barriers up to your manipulation tactics yet. Uh, you'll you'll have to see how the series plays out because like I, it, it's interesting. The whole cousin Joseph, Greg dynamic. Joseph selling me on it. Like I might want to go watch season two now. Oh, it's good. It's good. No, it's gonna be terrible, but I'll hate watch it. I don't have anything to hate Gross. watch. I'm not Josh, Gross. so. It's like your apathy just enrages Josh even more. He's, he gets so mad. So he'll get he'll get mad at like if he gets into a Twitter fight with someone, and I like the other person's responses. Text me and be like, "Why are you liking their tweets?" And I'm just like, "Dude, you have got to get a hobby." Like, <laughs> that's awesome. I think it it's more in line with uh for me it's more in line with my awe at uh, and probably because of who I am as a person. You mean that he so can stay angry else. for so long? Not even that. That he can stay engaged with that many like avenues oh, yeah. of of <laughs> it's insane, man. Like you know, I have trouble keeping up with people that are really important to me. You know, like <laughs> on direct to direct contact. Like, whoops, I forgot I forgot to text my grandmother back. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, my, that sucks. My favorite thing is that like 
he gets he gets to a point where he's just like, well, you don't know how to argue. I'm like, you're on Twitter. This isn't a courtroom. Like, <laughs> people don't have to do anything here. There's no proof or substance. Like, you can tweet anything you want to. <laughs> I was once I was once on a tweet, and somebody linked the Reddit page for roast beef, and all oh, of the com- all of the comments were like, "I'm so terrified to click on this link," but it's legitimately just roast beef. Roast beef. It's the non-NSFW roast beef. Uh... Hi. That's wait. Sad. So is it just SFW then? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So for W Rose. <laughs> no, no, no. I like NNSFW. It NNSFW. Is. NNSFW. Yes. Yeah, I like. <laughs> That'd be confusing as hell. NNSFW. I mean, let's be honest here. It's 2021. Everything is SFW. Okay, straight up. Give me, give me, give me, uh, uh, give me a rundown of your gear. If you were a baseball player. What are you wearing? What like, are you wearing to bat? Like, what kind of style uniform? I don't understand why people your, wear chains. A, an Apple Watch. An Apple Watch connected to Andre's Apple Watch. <laughs> who's watching? I would bring a giant trash can, but not not like a regular size, like a huge fucking twenty foot plastic trash can. <laughs> okay, it's a hundred percent. I don't like that. People don't take the opportunity to wear the long socks over the pant, the tight pants, man. They just showed out a- he's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's sick. To it's accentuate a sick look, the man. tiny strike box. That's what that's what it's there for. <laughs> yeah. Look, this They're is where my knees in. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if his jersey is just like a child's extra large. Hundred percent is. Five six, dude. Is. Like I was five six in what the fifth grade. You know, I, I, nah, I'm I, pretty sure. I just I'm pretty sure that, they man. make the letters smaller. That. They probably they probably print the letters smaller for his jerseys, so that it doesn't look so silly. Cause like, it would go all the way across the back, man. Imagine if you had like one pits. of those really long names on such a tiny jersey that <laughs> it just starts just going down like this. Yeah, <laughs> end of the sleeves. End of the sleeves. All right, so can we talk about Buzz Lightyear? Nah. That, I, I, so I I, I want to understand. <laughs> No, I want to understand what? the confusion and the upsetness of, okay, of the so Twitter sphere. Okay, so explain to me, Adrian, when does this movie take place? <sighs> this in, the, movie. in the Toy Story universe, yeah. when does this movie take place? So when did when did uh, Andy get Buzz? That was 95? In 1995, yeah. Okay, so this Why was... Why does this need this, to take place in the same universe? This was the it movie does. that Andy watched in 1994. Yes. Do you want to know what the internet thinks? Sure, because it's not going to be that, is it? That this movie is the uh, documentation of the real life adventures of Buzz Lightyear for Space Ranger for Space Command in the future. That was then a cartoon was based off of that then produced a toy that Andy took home in his futuristic non Earth living. Why are they? Why are they ending so much steps? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay. well, it's but so it gets better. But even then, it gets better. Finding but Nemo took place after all of this. Wait, how does Finding Nemo in? Oh, because there's a toy in there, right? Yes. Uh. But even if that were the case, even if that were the case, wouldn't Andy just be poor on like they, some? They never other say planet? that Andy is on Earth. Yeah, if he's on another planet and, like, extremely poor, like, look at Cowboy Bebop. Like, there's an asteroid called Tijuana. Like, that's already funny. But, and the other the other reason this theory fits is that, like, we're not creative with our names. We literally have new Bronfels, new England. Like, 
We just <laughs> use the same fucking name for everything. So why wouldn't we do that on the new planet? You know what's so funny to me is that there's like a bunch of people probably named John Doe that are so <laughs> frustrated. Okay, hold on. I'm looking for the timeline, Adrian, so that I can read it to you. So, so that you can understand. But, but I, but also, there's a, there's a so fucking succession ad. Why are they adding so many steps? It's, it seems so logical that this would just be like the movie. This is the movie that Wait, Andy went to go see and then hold on. said, and I want was, Buzz Lightyear. Then told his mom, I need Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm even more upset at the idea that like why do like why do they need to be connected at all? Like why is okay. it cool enough? This is to my have favorite someone... part. Do you know how this got started? Chris Evans, who is voicing Buzz Lightyear, and just to be clear, this isn't Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is the origin story of the human Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. Wait, he tweeted he that? He tweeted that under the official Chris release. Evans <laughs> okay, I can I can see how that adds a wrinkle of confusion there. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And then people were just like, what? Like, this is the movie based on the human who's already done these things. Yo, Chris Evans is a piece of shit then, huh? He's just no, 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 Chris like Evans is like, hey, that, that's hey, like one Disney, of those guess what? Fuck you, bro. <laughs> this is that, but that tweet though is like it—it's still true if you take my reading of, of what the movie is, because he's not but saying like it's the a first human human on, or a, Yeah. Okay. The thing is though, Adrian, you know it would have cost him less professionally to, say to tweet nothing, <laughs> to tweet nothing at all. No one needed clarification. We were all going to go see it anyway. Well, I I will say that. I will say this though, that's free publicity, right? Like like everyone's talking about Buzz Lightyear. It's on the internet now. Yep. Which by oh, the by man. the way, it actually looked pretty cool. It looked pretty cool. If it was someone's job, uh oh hundred percent. I'm all 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 in for this. You know what'd be sick is if they got Quentin Tarantino to direct Woody. The next Just like a Western. <laughs> okay, hold on, I found it. Here's the so the canon Toy Story timeline right now is Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, which is the animated series, Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Toy Story 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, <clears throat> Toy Story 3, Up, Toy Story 4, Coco, Incredibles 2, Cars, and then Wally. What? What? Well, so I can tell you that the the Star Command one is not canon because they do not have it on Disney Plus. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was looking for it because I, I, I vaguely remember Nickelodeon no, no. or what? I vaguely remember no, no, no. it, but and Star, I was like, "Oh, Star that could Command's... be something worth watching with like the boys," and it's not on there. But Star Command, Star Command is already in universe fiction, isn't it? Did, did I you remember mean Star us, Command Adrian, being... or your sons. <laughs> both, both. <laughs> yeah, boys. we're your boys. We're your boys. Star Command is already like Andy is watching like a show called Star Command. I think. Like in one of the episodes, I'm pretty sure like it's in universe fiction already. So it's like it's like Spider-Man Ultimate that's like for the kids. While there's also Far From Home, also playing in theaters. You know, like it's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do I do want to like expand on your point, Justin, because like why does it have to make any sort of like chronological sense? It absolutely like, doesn't. Like the Joker movie was really really They're good, fiction. and and it was just a story. And it was another take on on this character that we all know and love. Like, why can't this, why isn't Disney yeah, allowed to do it'd that? It'd be cool if because the only reason I'm saying that is because I think that's the only sentiment which allows for my after credit scene of like, uh, <laughs> and then like God. fucking Woody's roundup, <laughs> uh, a Toy Story cinematic universe. No, no, a multiverse. Yeah, no, oh, no. Yes. I, 
I don't need a cinematic universe, bro. I want like if if Pixar is able to pull off what DC should have so long ago, where like it has no bearing on any other movies. It's just like it'd be cool if we made a fucking western with Woody, huh? And they just did it for no reason. None of the characters crossed over. There was no other like sublink into the Toy Story universe other than maybe like his dog was called Slinky. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. Everyone's going to go watch that. Nobody yeah. cares where it falls what? in place. Like everyone's yeah, going to go yeah. watch it. But but and in in like the greater like Disney universe, like the real universe like that they've created, it makes sense wait, too, wait, right? Wait, are you like, talking about our universe? Yes, yeah, the one we live in. <laughs> like it makes sense. Like there's been a while since there's a Toy Story movie. Like they need to move products. There's all these Buzz Lightyear toys, I'm sure sitting in factories and warehouses. Like, let's make a movie so we can go move that product. No, no, no. I bought all those, brother. <laughs> I bought all those. <laughs> you haven't well, seen So the equivalent here is that, like, <laughs> it's, it's just lined it's with just, Buzz Lightyear's. It's me well, going to see the Transformers film. Like, that's what this is. Which, which by the way, and I was texting Joseph uh, just a couple weeks ago. I was looking for some Christmas gifts for, for my little ones. And they have the Beast Wars Transformers in, like, the old boxes at the oh, stores now. Ooh, I'm gonna buy. Some of those. You know what? I no no. And uh, I put I put I put all of them on my Christmas list. So I hope <laughs> yeah. that all of y'all know. I, I went. You got an extra twenty spot. I went to look it up. My way, baby. And they're rebooting like the the Beast Wars creatures in like the next movie. And then there's like an actual Beast Wars, uh, I guess, series that's gonna get started up. So well, again, because they teased us circle, with that man. damn T Rex, and then we didn't get Beast Wars. Yeah. <sighs> ridiculous no no those were the dinobots Hondo, weren't they what? no it was just the t-rex they didn't add any other what? ones no no wait beast wars i thought there was the dinobots because that was when they had like no no no, uh, no i mean in the in new movies Hondo. oh okay okay yeah no, they, okay. they only added the the t-rex the, okay yeah you're right you're right and it was a completely different like sub story for the t-rex's origin but it sounds like the next movie is it, like it wasn't just a tease like there's gonna go full like maximal and predacons that's what we needed. That's gonna be badass. I, will, I, I, I would see the shit out of that. Uh, also, to just recap, everyone, this was uh, an article published by Kotaku, who's like the worst fucking news publication organization <laughs> on the planet. So, why are they so bad, Andre? Uh, the most recent example is <clears throat> they recently released a Metroid game, a brand new Metroid game that everyone loves and is selling like crazy. And Kotaku published an article two days after it came out telling you how to get it on an emulator for free. And everyone was like, why are you pushing piracy on a game that people love and are buying so we can get more of? Yeah. yeah you're wait, wait, is this Metroid Dread? Yeah. Wait, Metroid Dread they did that to you? Yes. That's Bro, so that up. game looked fucking sick as shit. It is. Uh, dude, I'm going to buy that game on principle. All I've heard is I'm going to really buy that game. Things. Probably won't play it. I'll buy that game. Fuck that. That's pretty shitty, bro. That's really fucked up, especially because, too, if people buy the like, they're not going to get another Metroid game if this doesn't sell. So it's yeah. like, why are you? Yeah, that's. Oh, that's fucked up. That talk and, about. and they've done all kinds of other terrible shit, but, you know. Yeah. Metroid. They had some, like, uh, parts to play in Gamergate, right? Probably. Uh, what, um. One of the things I will say about like Disney and some of the stuff I did see with the Buzz Lightyear thing was people calling it a money grab. It's like it, it's a oh, business. Okay. It, it's a every, it's every like traded a publicly uh, on on the stock exchanges. Like, uh, yeah, if okay. they can make a money grab, they they're gonna do it. <laughs> I would say this though. I would say to all detractors that have that kind of specific um, criticism of this specific like endeavor that. 
to me makes no sense because you look at like the track record of all the people that they hire at Pixar and then I just look in like anytime I see uh, a trailer that's actually interesting the only place I really go is I open up a tab that's just IMDB and I just search up like what kind of cast credits and what kind of director credits are, are involved in in all the production stuff of that and you get this guy that like has the helm of this specific uh, IP and he's worked on like every Toy Story like since the first one. So like, why would that person not have some kind of story to tell emotional about emotional investment? Yeah. You know, to make it uh, even if it's just good for well, him. So that, you know what? That's, that's why worth it, they're bro. successful is because they realize here is a market for this. Let's get the right person to do it, and then they do a good job instead yeah. of Sony who was just throwing money at X Men for fucking twelve years. <laughs> well, and, and like the oh, Yo, you know, it's real weird. Venom. I haven't seen the wow. new one yet. I haven't seen it. Don't don't talk about no, it. No, I'm not, probably not going to watch it. No, I'm probably not going to watch it. Why? Why is it a thing, man? Dude, Tom people Hardy. like Venom. Is it, is it Tom Hardy. It. People like it. No, so so I will say this: like with the whole like Pixar, like I feel like everyone in their movies like is also done as like a a way to test out like some new technology or like build some or an excuse to build some new technology, which because it's Disney, then gets folded into like okay. Now we have like all this, you know, cool ways to CGI, like, you know, monster fur. Let's go ahead and like put it into the Mandalorian and make some fur. You're talking about aliens. the volume on the Mandalorian? Yeah. Like it, it all, like the way that they work, it, everything matters to the next nah, thing that man. they're going to make. I would say, I would say the Mandalorian, I, I would say the, the reason I um, don't believe that it works that specific way. I think they do share technologies that way, but I don't think it's it's so um, I don't think it's so cohesive. I think that there's very specific departments that think that their team is the best, and I think that they kind of like try and be better than everything else. So like, there's the team like you look at how the Mandalorian is produced. That shit always completely astounds me that they have. Uh, I, I watched like a YouTube video of how they have that video wall just um, completely around. A physical set and that's how they film the scene that's, yeah that's like what he's talking video... about yeah no no but i'm saying like besides that you have animation that's like pixar specific animation where uh but it's the the technology thing... <clears throat> that drives it like they're the it industrial light magic and pixar both owned by disney are just shops that yeah. sell the technology to other studios but it just so happens that disney just gets to use them for for costs, right? Like, for, yeah. yeah, not for free, but for costs. Like, there's no upcharge for. But that's just that's just a good business model, though. That's well, like yeah. not doing anything yeah. fucking really nefarious. No, it's so it's like this one could could very well be like, hey, like we're gonna be doing like all sorts of like cosmic stuff with the Marvel universe. Like, we need to make sure that we know how to do all this space stuff and make it look as real as possible. Screw it! Why don't we just green light something space with uh Pixar, and then Pixar is like, yeah, we we got this like script for Buzz Lightyear that we wanted to do for a decade. How about that? And everyone's like, yeah, sure. You know what? Okay, <laughs> you know what's real interesting now that you're saying that. What's real interesting to me about that is uh this trailer, which was kind of a surprise, I think, to to most people. Like, why would a Buzz Lightyear trailer like drop right now? Uh, Cowboy Bebop, that trailer just dropped. And they showed a lot of like the space content of like what that's gonna look like, and I feel like whatever production value Netflix has, that's gonna be the hindrance that they have to other uh, studios. You know, like where a lot of people were upset with Netflix, 
Netflix playing in the space of being in the Oscars or whatever the, the case is, being in the Emmys, uh, this is going to be the, the, the uh, I guess, metaphorical wall between the two divides of, like, the old school and the new school. The streaming content versus, like, the the the, the media dart, like, the blockbuster hits. Uh, was it, like, sloppy looking or just, like, not? Uh, Cowboy Bebop? No, yeah. it, I, I feel like... The, you. At a certain point, you can tell that they shied away from showing a lot of the stuff that may not be done yet. Well, I I think that's like also like where DC really like struggles. It's like they don't have this machine. I mean, they weren't smart enough to buy up all these like special effects and CGI shops. So when you do watch a like a DC universe uh, movie, you're you're just immediately like hit on the head with man, that looks crazy fake. Just because you know what. I, I would say the difference between the DC and the Marvel shit is DC was built by people that like are really into comics and don't know anything else. And then like the Marvel universe was built by people that were like really good business people and then hired people that were really into comics <laughs> to like create the content. You know what I mean? Like DC, you right. can tell like they just went laterally in all the different endeavors like Warner Brothers and like everything just kind of went the same direction. They bought like other comic book companies. Like DC bought other comic book companies. Like, wh- wh- where are you going with that? That brother? is a total like, nerd move. Like, hey, what if we bought that comic book yeah, company that makes I the comic that. book we all yeah. love? I want that IP so like these characters can talk to each other. <laughs> I want to put Spawn and Superman together, brother. They're just making like, their fanfic real. <laughs> <laughs> That's a DC move, though. Like, that makes sense. Like, now thinking about it, DC has always kind of been like, oh man, it's like the fucking nerd. Like it's like the nerd brother. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> it's and the Kieran Culkin. It also makes sense. It also makes sense with why like some of the best, some of the best comic book like media that you can uh, consume right now is also the DC animated stuff, which is basically just a moving comic book, right? Like, like yeah, they're, they're yeah. just they so do good really at that. Well, at that specific, that, yeah, that specific. It's the live action stuff they have a problem with. Yeah, yeah. And they it's blow, the whole building they everything story. out of water. Yeah. Well, I think with the animated one is they have a beginning and they have an ending, so they just got to make it into they just got to move it, right? Yeah. Everything else they they don't have a defined ending. But but yeah, I was going to say like to to harp on the the whole like Disney just has good business models. One of the things that I just now realized cuz um Everett's now like old enough to have opinions on on things and it's not I just... I thought you were going to say like I I I realized I actually I'm a subsidiary of Disney and <laughs> goodbye. And no, then just drop out no, of the podcast. No, no, but but um, he um, he now has like these opinions on what he wants to watch. And he, he's fallen in love with this preschool show that Disney put together. It's called Spidey and His Amazing Friends. And it's, it's Spider-Man. Uh, it's both Spider-Mans, Miles and Peter. And then it's Gwen as Spider-Gwen. <clears throat> but then there's the Hulk and Miss Marvel and the black panther but but the thing that's interesting about it is it's like a a pipeline for fans right like the most relatable to young people character is spider-man so they made Mm -hmm. it like a preschool show with spider-man but they're also introducing them to like other superhero like characters that they're gonna need to see all the other films and then no no but but then i was like browsing through disney plus and it was like because you like spidey then there's this other one that's like Spider-Man, like the, so the, they look like chibis, right? Like they look like these little 
like kid versions of Spider-Man in the the show that Everett's watching now. But in the the other one, it's the actual comic book looking Spider-Man, like the right proportions telling stories. But as soon as he starts telling stories, it turns into like the little kid animation again. So it's like, it's priming you to... It's a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. So then it gets you to that point. But then he's talking or not talking. He's hanging out with like the entire... Uh, you know, cast. cast. Uh, it's like Thor and all these other characters. That in you... his living room, he's like, hey, Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. It's So, like, it just keeps on expanding and then you get familiar so with are, the characters. Are you concerned that there's a cult of Disney, bro? Uh, no, there is. Uh... <laughs> and I'm its fucking chief operating officer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, I'm just amazed at how well like that all works. Yeah. Like there, there's no like, like preschool Batman and also a preschool Batman show would probably be weird. Um, to, to, to bring this full... Time is a flat circle. Uh, Andre was basically talking about like what we would be like if we were the characters in su- succession. I would say what you're describing is essentially what we would create, like a self fulfilling like uh, the the that one episode of the the fucking um uh Patty's Patty's butt. Well, that's that's the dream. <laughs> always like, sunny. The, the what customer customer life cycle should never end, right? Like yeah, yeah. you get yeah. them young and then you just eating them content yeah. until they well, die it's like, and then and then they're old enough to have kids and they like also like marvel so how do we get them to introduce their kids to and that's exactly what ended up happening they got here. you adrian they did they you. did that, that's what it's like i've now put him into the pipeline this sucks were you the one who I'm said a, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, slave to a corporation damn it you are brother at least it's disney no but at the, at the same time like isn't it isn't it insane that like uh if you're aware of it like you're aware of it now. No, oh, but at, yeah. At like, the same time, though, it's like. But he won't when I, like pull out of it. Yeah, I'm like I'm yeah, watching exactly. him. I'm like, watching it, him. It's, it's with him, and it's like, man, these are good lessons. Like he's not, he's being taught bad. good stuff, and it's like, and then exactly, and then you like, look at like some of the other stuff, and unless it's on PBS, it's like, no, okay, SpongeBob sucks. This for, is what I'm saying. Man. This is what I'm saying. Like the 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 thing that everyone's like scared of. The thing that everyone's scared of is only scary. If like the stuff that they want you to do is like really shitty, if the stuff that everyone wants you to do is like kind of on the good side of like being a good person, that's probably all right, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so you're saying like basically, thank God it was Disney that found out how to be yeah. this competent, yeah. and we don't have a, a bunch of like Joker kids running around. This has been Flat Circle from the Gaysus Podcast Network. Remember to be yourself, just like everyone else, and. We'll catch you next time.